Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the bridge and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along, this is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the feast, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is fragrant, and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums, taste the radio. Here can't be beat the class you need. Better leave all your jaws and all have the week. What? Positive or motivational strategies. Successful guests promote a self mastery. Blocktalkradio.com slash the remix Friday. At 10 p.m. Eastern Support the sister with a great reason I must insist Don't miss it this evening Peace, man the remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and you are live in the remix. I want to welcome you as we began this journey, the journey of the Cosmic Mothers of Light. And we're going to be taking a ride and looking at all of the great mothers throughout history and as they stand before us in this time and lighting the way not only for other mothers and women on the planet but for all of us light beings that are here at this time I want to invite you to sit back and relax and enjoy enjoy the energy of the magical stories of these powerful women who have paved the way for all that is here and present in the universe at this time We can all learn about tapping in, staying connected, and understanding the role that destiny is playing as we continue to grow up here on planet Earth. The journey is far from over, and as we continue the course and ride the cosmic waves, 
and embrace all that life has to offer. Yeah, only here on Planet Remix. So, peace and blessings to all of you out there listening from all over the world. And welcome, welcome to the cipher. The cosmic mothers of light are here. Only, only live on Planet Remix. Yeah, you know what it is. (laughs) Ah, yeah, they're here.
down memory lane. <laughs> Peace and greetings, everyone. I want to say welcome, 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 welcome to the remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and you are live in the remix. I want to say peace and greetings to everyone out there listening, no matter where in the world you're listening from. Uh, just had a lot of energy going on tonight. Took a minute. Blog Talk having a little bit of issues trying to get in here, but have no worries. We are here listening to those beautiful vibes of Minnie Rippleton there in Back Down Memory Lane, which is a lot of what we're going to be doing here tonight. So we're going to, you know, get right into it. But first, I just want to welcome you guys for joining me here in the cipher tonight. So peace and greetings to everyone out there. And all of you guys listening from all over the world, I do want to let you know the Blue Room is open and you are certainly welcome. Uh, in fact, I want to just encourage you to come on over uh, and join us in the Blue Room. Let me give you those cosmic directions. Um, <laughs> let me give you those cosmic directions so that um, you can go ahead and come on over and join us here in the Blue Room. Just simply go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix, all one word. And uh, that's going to get you locked into the remix. Now, once you're inside the remix, all you have to do when you get in the Blue Room is to click the link at the bottom that says sign up, tell us who you are. And just like that, we'll be able to connect with you in chat. Mm-hmm. So uh, just want to welcome everyone and also let you know I'll be taking your calls a little later here tonight. Uh, so you're more than welcome to come join on the phone lines as well. Uh, let me give you that number. If you're calling inside the U.S., you will dial 515-605-9794. If you're calling outside of the United States, you do need to dial the U.S. country code. Uh, and once you dial the U.S. country code, then dial 515-605-9794. Lock that number in, you guys. Uh, that's the number for us here on Planet Remix. So peace and greetings, family. How's everybody out there feeling, doing? What an amazing week. What an amazing, amazing, powerful week. Uh, first off the bat, I definitely want to send shots out to all of the college graduates out there, all of the high school graduates out there, all of the babies that are graduation. This is graduation week for most of us in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, so we definitely want to go ahead and send shots out to you guys and some of our very own explicit graduating this week, spoke to some college graduates that's going to be coming up. And uh, yeah, we made it. So shouts out to all of you guys who are graduating uh, out there. What a big accomplishment, right? What a completion portion to come to. What a powerful place to be. Uh, so congratulations to all of you guys out there. So much beautiful things happening. For all of Planet Remix out there, for everyone out there. So, 
Yeah, you guys, I want to say welcome. We're going to kind of go through shots out. Of course, shots out to the whole Planet Remix family. So shots out to Esther, shots out to Chastity, shots out to Erica, uh, you know, shots out to Kalimar, always holding it down, Sister Munya, all of the sisters, the divine priestess out there doing their work. Shots out to all of you guys. Thanks for joining in and uh, tuning in with us. Also want to give a big shout out and love to Brother Bilal and the whole family out there listening. Uh, shout out to Brother Sadat out there listening and also Brother Jerome and just the whole crew listening in as well. And uh, I'm going to do this. Let's do this. Want to ring the bell for self-invested. Yeah. Want to ring the bell for self-invested, which technically we'll be having our little graduation soon. We will not be having class this Saturday night, but next Saturday night, we will be closing out our, our term for self-invested and what a powerful uh, term uh, that we'll be doing as well for us in self-invested. So shout out to self-invested. Also shouts out to Dr. Banks putting in some big work on the East Coast. So sending so much love his way to Dr. Banks, the whole crew. Shout out to him. Shout out to all the graduates from all the universities, colleges. So much is going on at this time. Graduating. So many different levels. So on a universal level, this is graduation time. Isn't it interesting that most graduations happens around Mother's Day, whether those graduations are here or even in the UK, which celebrates Mother's Day on a different day uh, or any other place around the world. Usually Mother's Day and graduations are kind of close together. Yeah, because that is just sort of the cosmic order of things. So peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome to the show tonight. I do want to welcome and also remind you guys that tonight's share, as well as all of Planet Remix, is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, you know what to do. Just go over to iTunes. Yeah, get yourself on over to iTunes. I know some of you have just recently brought you an iPhone, uh, upgraded your iPhone. So happy upgrade, lots of upgrades on the Android and upgrade uh, to the iPhones or whatever you're using, whatever device, however you're connecting. I uh, just want to welcome you to go over to the iTunes market. Make sure you subscribe once you get yourself over there and uh, subscribe to Planet Remix, yeah, do that. It's cool stuff, right? Because it's going to keep you locked into everything that is connected with us here on Planet Remix. And um, you'll be able to go back and download, 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 download. And I can't say that enough. Uh, to download tonight's show as well as all of the shows that have been available uh, so you can go back and you can listen. Um, always a beautiful thing to do. Same for Android Market. You can get on over there, download it to all of your Android devices, and uh, also connect yourself there as well. Leave a comment. We love that. Don't forget to check in with me on social media, which you can do through the app as well. It's our gift to you from Planet Remix here. But I want to remind you to go over to the Remix Radio page over on Facebook. 
and uh, just shine some light over there. We want to see your love. We want to see your light. I want to go over there. I want to read your comments. I want to hear what you are thinking, you know, what's going on in your world, how you're connecting to the show, to the energy of what's happening. You guys are some of the most powerful people on the planet. And uh, I was just having this discussion today about things that are happening, things that are changing, how we're evolving. Oh, Planet Remix, yeah, we did that. We did that. All of us here bringing in that beautiful energy as we continuously just kind of move it through the cosmos there. We are definitely sort of kind of riding that wave of the new consciousness um, of elevating light and bringing light on the planet in so many ways. So shine some light, you guys. Show some love. Go over to the Remix Radio page. All you have to do is click like and underneath the show. I want to read those comments. I'm definitely going to go over there uh, and read those comments. Mm -hmm. So tonight we're going to be talking about the cosmic mothers of light. Yeah, especially when we have this day that is set aside so significant you know, for Mother's Day. And of course, we know a mother's love as well as all love should be celebrated on a day-to-day basis. But let's not miss this opportunity for us to just embrace all of the energy that is being harnessed on the planet at this particular time as it pertains to Mother's Day. Very significant date for a lot of things that we have coming up. Uh, that's happening on planet Earth at this time and also in other worlds of things that are going on. Uh, so many things. I don't know if you've looked around lately, but if you notice, there's been a lot of effort on a global level, on a social level, on a city level, on an individual level to incorporate more color into the world. And even Pantene you know, sort of the company that sort of makes the predictions about how much energy is going to go out into the world on a particular color and where that focus is going to be has now started incorporating palettes of colors as opposed to just having one striking color for the year. Now we have three, four, five, six different colors. It's because all of these colors are coming online, right? And not only that, we're being introduced to more colors. So prior to this, the bees our beautiful little bumblebees that were out there buzzing themselves all over the planet and all over the world are were one of the only sort of creatures on the planet that could see beyond ultraviolet light. Hmm. So many of you have been complaining of headaches, earaches, um, having problems with your eyes, not being able to see. Well, I got some good news for you. This is sort of your body attuning itself so you can now be able to see beyond ultraviolet. And so just like the bees, you will be able to see these higher frequencies of color and higher frequencies of light. And not only will you be able to feel them in the senses, um, 
in the body, but you will be able to see these colors. So be on the lookout for a new sort of spectrum to come out. Next time you see a rainbow, I want you to challenge yourself to continuously take a look very closely, intricately at all of these colors in the rainbow. Now, this is information coming straight out of the Serpentine Strolls from the Akasic Records um, and the Premier Files. So these are some of the things I want you guys to begin to start headlining and start taking a look. You will notice that you're starting to see colors and they're starting to look different. So just some other powerful things that's going to be out there uh, that's happening for you guys. So peace and greetings to everyone out there. Uh, again, I'm super excited to be talking about some of the women and seeing some of the women um, who will show themselves up tonight as we begin to start talking about the cosmic mothers of light. Uh, because there's so many cosmic mothers on the planet that have been here since the beginning of time. And what better time or what better opportunity to talk about these mothers, right? These divine beings than in this energy of Mother's Day. I think it's a perfect time. And for those of you who had an opportunity to even look at the flyer, uh, a lot of that infusion of some of the new frequencies of color and light have been put in there. So I really want you to use that sort of as your meditative practice for the week and see what kind of things will begin to start opening up particularly when it comes to the right hemisphere and just kind of opening up more of that creative energy, more of that cosmic energy. And just so you're in the position of giving and receiving all of the light that is coming because so much is being spewed down from the Milky Way, from the cosmos that's coming down to us that it is... Um, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. So I want to say, Ashe, to all the mothers out there on the planet and those that have came before us, all of those amazing women who've been here since the beginning of time, and those are our great, great grandmothers. Those are our cosmic mothers. Those are our grandmothers. Those are our big mamas. You know, those are our nanas. You know, those are our gagas. You know, these are these nanas, these ancient women who were here and gave birth to all of us that are here at this particular time as well as those mothers that are here at this time. And when I say for those mothers that are here at this time, that is those of us who have children, we've brought forth life into this world. I want to send love out to all of those mothers. And then for those of us who are holding space for mothers, we are women who are here, uh, but are holding space. Maybe you do not have children in the physical, but you are holding space for all of the women and the mothers that have been on the planet and that are on the planet at this time. And also for all of those future mothers, those of you who will be mothers uh, in the coming years, in the coming months, in the coming light years, 
and in this carnation. So sending love out to all of you. And then also out to all of our brothers and the men on the planet uh, that have been born through the womb of the Cosmic Mother and their mothers that are here, that are supporting their sisters, their daughters, their women, their wives, you know, all of those friends and lovers that are here and far in between that is here, uh, just in that very, very defined, very powerful way. So love out to everybody and to our children, of course, who are here. That is carrying that magical energy of holding the light of both the women and the men on the planet, the mothers and the fathers on the planet, and sort of leading us into this new world, this new century, into a very, very positive way. And so that we may stay open and just have an amazing time here tonight. Yeah, you know what we do. We do this here, <laughs> live on Planet Remix, um, live in the platform tonight. Well, we're gonna do some shots out. At least we're gonna try to get to them tonight. I really wanna kinda hear from you guys. I'm super excited about that. And also, I want to talk about some of talk about these cosmic women. We're going to talk about them, and um, talk about some other stuff because it's a lot of stuff going on. Ashe to those who have left the planet at this particular time. Real interesting time here. Reach out to people you love. Don't isolate yourself. We have some vibrations and some frequencies here on the planet at this time that are very, very low. And it really is up to all of us here on the planet to help raise that frequency. And if you're here and you can hear my voice, then I know that that light is still shining inside of you. And so there's always another moment, another second, another time that we can begin to start anew. This is something that myself and Brother Bilal, we talk a lot about and have been talking a lot about and self-invested. Because sometimes we can begin to start looking at our situation and it feels as if there's no way out. It feels as if it is such a dark and lonely place. It feels as if the whole world is against you. It feels as if you are swimming up a stream, but you're going against the current. And even though all of these things may be true, there's a way for you to turn this around. I say this because of so many of the emails, so many of the phone calls, so many of the sessions, the readings, the one-on-ones that I've been doing with people lately. And a lot of things that are happening to them are happening to people very close to them. And you may know someone very close to you. So the planet is really going through this metamorphosis again. 
It's integrating itself into a very, very sacred place. And this sacredness is also happening with us. And so all of us gets an opportunity to walk through the door. It's about how do you want to go through this doorway? Do you want to go through and still be so divided? Or do you want to be whole? You know, the doorway itself represents the womb. It is sort of that primordial cosmic gateway of entrance. And this is why even in ancient times, you see the hieroglyphs as they are inscribed all across the doorways. And even though there is no physical door there to open, they knew that anyone who crossed that threshold was about to embark upon sacred ground. And this space, this this space, Planet Remix, and everyone here, whether you're listening live or you're listening through the archives, when you enter this space, you are entering sacred ground. You are entering grounds that have been blessed by the ancestors. It is the holy place. It is the holy space. It is where the divine altar gives you that reflection of yourself. So I encourage all of you who have entered into this space and who has taken this sacred vow to come with a clear mind and a pure heart to share, to share what you've been given and to share what you've received. So I say that to you now. We're going to listen to some Baby Blue, mm-hmm. which, by the way, will be graduating. Not now, but she got one more year of college <laughs> soon. So we're going to we're going to listen to some Baby Blue, and then. We're going to listen to some music. And when we come back, when we come back, we're going to, um, we're going to start talking about the cosmic mothers of light. And we're going to get into that in, in, in just, um, just a moment, just in a very, very beautiful way. So peace and greetings to everyone out there, seen and unseen. We are so glad to have you in the house tonight. Uh, as we continue here live on Planet Remix. Yeah, the only place to be, right? Where else would you want to be? I mean, where else could you could you be, you know? Hmm. Yeah. La, 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. So true. If nothing else moves you, life will. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. That's right. If nothing else moves you, life will. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. All right, you guys. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to be listening to these vibes right here. And I want you to really just... um take note of the vibes that you're hearing. By the way, 
Yeah, take some notes. I'll talk about that in a minute. But take some notes on the vibe that you're hearing because these are about future things. It's about future things. Yeah, future things. What you really like Baby, I can take my time We don't ever have to fight Just take it step by step I can see it in your eyes Cause they never tell me lies I can feel that body shake And the heat between your legs You've been scared of love And what it did to you You don't have to run Touch and it can set you free We don't have to rush when you're alone with me
That's it. I feel it coming. Uh, that's the weekend with Draft Punk. Uh, just some new cosmic vibes for you that just dropped not too long ago. I think a couple of days ago or maybe last month. Um, but a beautiful song that really kind of speaks to a lot of things that we'll be talking about here tonight on Planet Remix. Again, I just want to say welcome, 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 welcome to everyone here. Thank you guys so much for joining me here live in the Cypher tonight. I'm your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and uh, so glad to have you guys here live with me on Planet Remix, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to tell you guys is that um, self-invested so many of you guys have been interested. I want you to know that the new session will be coming up soon. And so what I want to encourage you guys is definitely I want to encourage you if you're interested in being a part of self-invested workshop for the upcoming, just start emailing now question Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N. The number four blue at gmail.com. We start classes right after what we call the summer months here. And uh, just so you can get on that list and definitely be a part of Self-Invested. We'll be talking more about this in upcoming shows. Uh, but the classes go all year long. And once we seal everyone in, it is a deal. But I can't tell you, you've heard some of the amazing brothers and sisters from Self-Invested come and really sort of share themselves here on the platform. We had OT, who's been here as well. We also had Chastity, uh, who has come on as well. And uh, we will have so many more and so many more um, of the callers who've called in that's a part of Planet Remix. We're all a part of Self-Invested. So if you want to get more detail, find out more information, just want to put it out there. Got a couple of emails already about people wanting to be a part of Self-Invested. Email, everything is available in the show notes. Question, Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N, the number four blue at gmail.com. Um, that's how you're going to get the detailed information as well. Um, also, if you're interested in getting a one-on-one -on -one session from me, I've kind of cranked it back up and boy, oh boy was that needed and just some beautiful energy with brothers and sisters all over the globe. I'm excited meeting so many of our new family members, doing readings for them, connecting with you guys, and just hearing about the amazing things that you're doing, will do, continuously do um, on the planet here, because that's what it's about. This is the place here, Planet Remix, where you come you know, everything that I can do to help you continuously move yourself into a space where you can thrive, where you can have the tools you need to survive and do better than survive while growing up here on planet Earth, doing all of those amazing things. So yeah, uh, definitely want you guys to uh, connect and stay connected and uh, 
Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. So now the cosmic mothers of light, let's talk about this. And, you know, of course, as with all shows, they're just spiritually inspired. And, you know, one of the things that um, I had an opportunity to speak with this very powerful mother. And when I began to start speaking with her, I realized that there was very little information that I knew about her. And um, she began to tell her story about her work here on the planet, you know, the things that she did. And, you know, I'm always constantly searching in the cosmos, connecting with spirits who have been here, spirits who have left here. And one of the most amazing things that I find is that even though when we look across the board and we start to particularly, as we start to talk about women in particular, we have always made up 50% or more of the population of spiritual beings on this planet here, Earth. And yet when we go back and we look through our history and we begin to start looking through the records and we begin to start reading these records, you only find less than 5% of this documentation of women throughout our history. And so you have to ask yourself the question, why? Is it that there wasn't a time that women were contributing as much as men were contributing on the planet. That's not true. We know this because of a lot of the records that have been unveiled themselves today, but there's still many, many uncovered records that are not there. I remember some years ago when I purchased a book and it's an excellent book because I was really on this quest to find out, to understand more about myself as a woman, uh, to understand more about women who came before my mother, my grandmother, and other women who lived all over the world, you know, interested to know more about their history, their culture. And so a lot of the shows that we've done here on Planet Remix throughout the years is about highlighting a lot of these cosmic women who perhaps stories were not told or not archived. But there are many, many records that have been left for these women. And these records that have been left for these women have been left very defined. And I believe it will be myself and many others that will help to bring these sister stories of these women all across the world even more. The Black Madonna also highlighted that to me and given it to me as a task to be able to bring these women through. An amazing book when it comes to understanding about women and if, if you want to know more is a book that is written by our dear brother Ivan Van Serderman called Black Women in Antiquity. It's an amazing piece of work. Because in this work, Dr. Ivan Van Serderman goes through and he really breaks down and shows where the cosmic mothers are. And as they're traveling all throughout Egypt, Greece, Rome, what we know Turkey to be, and Europe and all other places of where these women were in Arab countries all over from Ethiopia, um, everywhere. 
showing the women, showing pictures, showing documentations, giving their names, telling their stories from the East to the West, to the South. And so this is a great reference if anyone wants to find out more about women, these cosmic women, these cosmic mothers. So it's lots of great work out there that have been putting out there, but it still needs to have more stories to be told about these cosmic mothers. Now, when we start to look at our culture, particularly when it goes to spirituality, and we begin to start looking at women from a perspective of understanding them from a spiritual point of view, we can always see where women were playing a role when it came to helping those begin to take themselves to the underworld or to the afterlife. But women were doing more than just escorting those who were leaving this world and going into the other world. And yes, they were playing the divine role of the goddess and they were playing the role of the woman of helping us. But they had significant strides that they placed in society. But some of that information is not just about the time when women ruled. And I know that that's a significant point for women, history, our culture, our world, to understand that there was a time when we were living in a society that was a matriarch society, as opposed to a patriotic society, and understanding the difference between those two that were happening. But that's not it either. And I think if we just begin to look at it from that perspective, then we really get a chance to miss a lot of these cosmic mothers who made great strides and great significance to our world and really is still impacting us on a technological um, a technological point of view, um, from a sociological point of view, and from a metaphysical point of view, and just from a point of understanding. The reason these women are so powerful is because they hold the key. We hear DJ Khaled talking about he got the keys. Well, chances are, once you dig deep into his story, you will recognize that he too has been connected with the cosmic mother to understand he has the key. Because these particular women did hold the key. If we were to get together right now and begin to have a conversation as we love to do and sit around and share these amazing brothers and sisters that we're learning about, history is so powerful. And this is one of the reasons I love the Akasic Records so much. Because I understand that you can go so far back into your history that you will have no choice but to bump into your future because they are all connected and intertwined into this infinite cycle that we call life. And so history is important because we can look at history and we can begin to start mapping our way up. The blueprint is something so significant. It is a word 
that has been since our ancient language in Sanskrit. And it is a word that is so powerful today. It is so powerful that Jay-Z himself just signed a $200 million contract to go on tour for the next 10 years because of a blueprint. And so if you don't understand the significance of what this work is about and what understanding about what spirituality is for you, your purpose on the planet at this particular time, and your connection to all things when it comes to history, when it comes to the present, and when it comes to the future, then you're missing the point. Because there's magic that lies in all of these degrees of separation, no matter how far the separation is and no matter how close the connection is, there's always something to be uncovered. And so it is my hope here with everyone on Planet Remix that I can share with you perhaps some of these uncoverings of these cosmic mothers that perhaps got missed. But let's pretend that we're all sitting around at the table as we all are, because in my mind, I see us all at this beautiful table, breaking bread together as we come here in this space and light up the whole universe. The Milky Way is like walking down the runway. <laughs> whenever Planet Remix get together. And so these cosmic mothers have played a significant role. But if I were to ask you to name some of the 10 most powerful men throughout our history of the world on this planet, chances are that you can get to 10 and continuously keep going. But if I were to ask you to name some powerful cosmic women who have walked this planet and contributed to society, chances are you probably would get to about four or five and start to stumble and then begin to question whether these were actual women or were these goddesses? Who were these women and did they really exist? And we're talking about in ancient times. So we're going to talk about some of these women. And then the rest of them will begin to start showing themselves. So the first one I want to talk about is if we begin to start thinking about, if we were to begin to start thinking about, again, remember I told you, even though women make up more than 50% of the world's population, less than 5% has been documented throughout history. But when we begin to start looking from an archaeological point of view, we can see fixtures and statues all over the world. And 94% of these figurines that have been left since ancient time from the ancient world are all statues of women. So we can see the fascination with the cosmic mother and her representation of bringing life and also taking life all over the planet. And it doesn't matter where you go, you will see this. 
So one of the women we're going to talk about was a very, very powerful cosmic mother. In fact, she was so powerful. Some of her technology that she created we're actually still using at this time. And over the last decade, it has become something very, very major that all of us is using. And that is how many people have a tablet? If you have a tablet, whether it be an Apple tablet, whether it be a Samsung tablet, whether it be a HP tablet, whether it be, um, um, who else, a Dale tablet, how many people actually have a tablet? Or how many people actually have an iPhone? Um, or not an iPhone, but a Samsung phone or an iPad or any of those devices where you can actually use a stylus. Has anyone ever wrote with a stylus? How many of you have a stylus pen that you write with on your tablet or you use it on your Android device or your laptop or any of those? So we know a stylus is like a pen, but it's not really a pen. But this particular stylus can make and mimic exactly what an ink pen will do, a pencil will do. A lot of artists draw with stylus and they use stylus. Well, this particular queen, uh, not only was she proficient and she was the one who invented the stylus, something that we're using now in the modern world. And I remember when the stylus pens became a heightened thing, um, maybe when tablets just went on a big blow up maybe 10 years ago and everyone was getting a stylus, even our cell phones had little uh, Samsung made uh, cell phones with stylus pens in them where you can pull them out. And I think also BlackBerry had stylus, like everyone had a stylus. You can go in almost any single store now and you can pull out a stylus pen. And some of these stylus pens do everything. They, they can write on computer devices. They can also turn into USB ports. Uh, they can also write with them. So these are some power, it's a powerful tool. Let's stay focused. I know the energy wants to take you somewhere else, but stay focused with me for a minute on this stylus. But this also cosmic mother, was very, very powerful in the fact that she was the one who also initiated one of the world's first international treaties. She did it. This wasn't a man. This wasn't a king. This wasn't a pharaoh. She did it. She was the one who did the world's first treaty. She was proficient in the area of international affairs. Go figure. All of this going on between North and South Korea, which by the way, North and South Korea is going to enter into a treaty and they are going to become one. 
So let me just go ahead and put that prediction out here on the remix. And it's going to happen pretty fast. But she's very interesting woman because growing up, she really used to have a lot of visions, very clairvoyant and what she was doing. Loved her mother and father and, and, and really, really sort of took a lot of directions from her mother. Very independent. She did a lot when it came to international diplomacy. And she was credited with inventions of the stylus pen and one of the very first to take a stylus pen and write on a tablet. Now, I know we thought we did that, <laughs> but I want you to understand that we're going back way, way back, like almost beyond 13 BC, beyond that point. And she was writing on a tablet with her stylus. We must understand that we can look to our history because it will always lead us into the future. And that's some powerful shit. She was writing with a stylus on a tablet. And this was everyday drama for her. She wanted to write a letter. She was like, give me that tablet and let me write this letter. And she spoke many different dialects or languages, we can call them at this time. She was credited also to being the most influential woman in the world at her time. Yet there's very little, 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 little wrote about her. In fact, she was so powerful, it took the goddess Ishtar herself to tell her husband, you better go get this chick and make her your wife. But being the woman she was, she even let her husband know, although she respected and she loved the goddess Ishtar, she needed to hear it for herself. So now, let's talk about this powerful sister who has done this. She was close friends. They often called each other sister to Queen Nefertari. And Queen Nefertari had mad respect for her ass. She loved her as her sister. She understood Something that cosmic mothers know is that wisdom is not just a word. Wisdom is not something that just lives inside of you, but wisdom itself is alive. Did y'all know that? Wisdom is alive. It is a live spiritual entity that moves throughout this whole stratosphere connecting us to all things on planet earth, all beings on planet earth and beyond. 
And so they communicated telepathically when she wasn't able to get the tablet and her stylus and send her sister a note. And so who is Cosmic Mother that was doing all of this amazing, powerful stuff? She was none other than Queen Puda Hepra, Queen Kuda Pop, Queen Puda Hepra. Queen Puda Hepra. She was a high priestess. You knew that was coming. A high priestess of a very, very ancient, ancient city. And the town in which she lived was called the Hitties. And this particular area is where a lot of activity is happening right now. It is over there near Syria, but it's in a place close to ancient Turkey. And during this particular time, which goes back to almost about 1260 to 1270 BC, she was queen. She didn't start out as a queen, but once she married her husband, her husband took her as his wife and those two side by side made all the decisions that was happening in the land. And he was taking a lot of directions from his wife. Well, his wife had the opportunity one day while they were out trying to figure out how they were going to stop these battles and these wars that were going on at the time. And so her husband had this meeting he had set up with King Ramesses the second. And she was sitting there and she was speaking with a group of women because everywhere she went, she spoke to the women when her husband was speaking to the men. And King Ramses looked over and said, who is that woman? And he said, it's my wife. Queen Pudneperin, I, I hope I'm saying her name right. Pudron Hepron. And he said, this is my wife. He introduced him, introduced her to King Ramses. King Ramses was so taken by her. In ancient times, when we begin to start looking at women, you can tell how the writing has led us astray because we seem to believe as with all of the writings and even Aristotle talked about women and sort of this glow in their eyes and how they were both good and evil at the same time as sort of this mystic beings and that we are, but he was so impressed with her knowledge and her wisdom that he began listening to her. And that is what led King Ramses to sign the treaty, King Ramses II, to sign the treaty to halt war. It was because of her. And then he gave her the title of being 
over international diplomacy. And so when it came to all international affairs, other places, other country, other tribes, other people, they had to go through the queen. So they made an agreement because she had three daughters. And in the agreement so that they could ensure that this treaty would stay in place, she would send one of her daughters to marry someone in King Ramses' court. So she got her daughter together, one of her oldest girls, and she said, okay, her father talked to her. She talked to her and said, listen, you're going to go and you're going to marry someone in King Ramses II's court. So that our families and our tribes, our countries can stay at peace with each other. Well, when the girl got there and she arrived, her mother sent her with a tablet, information about her daughter, information about the agreement, the do's and the don'ts, and you bet not do to my child. She sent all of that to him. Well, King Ramses got it, and once he read it, he felt like it wasn't enough information. He wanted her to send more information. And at this particular time, it was quite a few men that were afraid to approach her because she was badass and she knew her stuff, particularly when it came to international diplomacy, writing, language, she understood it. So King Ramses wrote back to her, kind of going off telling her all of this, you know, whining a little bit to her and her husband that he wanted them to send some more information. He felt like it wasn't correct. And she politely sent him back a letter and told him, how dare you? These are her exact words. How dare you? And you supposed to be the son of a God and you can't figure this out? You mean to tell me you having problems understanding this agreement? When she finished with him, King Ramses, <laughs> hurry up and said, never mind, everything's good to go, and took the daughter. And the treaty was signed. But they loved her. Men and women alike, they loved her. And so later she had the opportunity to connect with Queen Nefertiri, uh, 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 Queen Nefertiri. And when her and Queen, the Queen got together of Egypt, she told her because of the way that their sisterhood and their bond was together, they didn't have cell phones like we did, but they used telepathy to communicate with each other. And then they would follow up with their stylus pen and their tablet, and they would send one of their messengers to take the message. And they both would confirm to each other that it was exactly what they knew they were saying to each other. Now that's some powerful, cosmic mothers, some cosmic sisters really getting it on with each other. 
And so as a thank you gift, what Queen Nefertiri, Nefertiri did is she sent her a pure gold necklace. And she told her, you are my sister and I love you. And I'm glad that we're able to keep this communication going. I'm glad that we're able to work together to help each other, keep this communication open. I thank you for all of your love and your support. And for that, I'm going to send you these gifts. And here are the gifts that she sent. She sent her a, a, a pure gold necklace. And this particular pure gold necklace had 12 rings on it. And so now when you begin to start understanding our ancestors coming out of ancient Egypt, the significance, the power of 12. And these 12 that they understood represented those things in um, what they understood as in early, early times, and particularly for Queen and I can never say her name, Puda Nefra, uh, Queen Puda Nefra, to understand Queen Puda Nefra, where she was coming from in the Babylonian mythology, in their astronomy, they had 12 components. So she sent her a necklace to let her know that she understood all of these things. Plus, it also connected with our ancient Egyptian um, astrology as well, too, and astrology. And so the 12 represented, one, the viper, two, the snake, three, the god, four, the whirlwind, five, what they called the raving dog, six was the scorpion man, seven was the mighty storm wind, eight was the fish man, and nine was the horned beast. And then what they had was 10 was what they called the invincible weapon. Um, and then 11, which was Tarawet's husband, or also known as King Yu. And then 12 was Tarawet herself, the goddess Tarawet, who also stands guard at the Milky Way. And this was sort of Nefertiri's way to show. <laughs> Thank you, Griffin. This was this was um, this was her way of showing Queen Pudu Hephra that she understood all that encompassed her. So she sent her this pure gold necklace with these 12 rings on this necklace. She also sent her, because every woman must have that dress, she sent one dress. And she also sent 12 pieces of linen garments that consist of tops and bottoms to go to each other in different colors and all of that together. She sent that, thanking her, thanking her as her sister for being connected, for staying there with her, for them working together in all of these particular areas. And so she was a very, very, very powerful cosmic mother and credited 
with inventing the stylus pen. And one of the most influential women that has ever physically walked the planet here on planet Earth. And also for being one of the first to write with a stylus on a tablet. So the next time you're pulling out your laptop, the next time you're pulling out your phone, or the next time you have your tablet and you have a stylus and you're writing with it, you have this cosmic mother to thank for bringing this into the world in such a powerful way. The other significance also for the 12 and why it was given as a gift of the 12 is because the sky is divided at that time. They believe the sky was divided into 12 portions. So the 12 zodiac houses, or even as we know it, the 12 months of the year. So all of these things by both of these powerful women were done very intentionally, and so that they could be seen in their divine light throughout history. So yeah, Mm -hmm. very, very powerful sister there, very powerful, (laughs) very powerful sister. You guys ought to check her out. I know today when I was writing with my stylist and, uh, I was able to see that and that information was able to come through. It was just refreshing to understand that something that we think is our our modern age technology is actually ancient technology that they have been working with for years and years and years and years. That's deep. That is some deep, deep, deep stuff. All right. So now um, let's continue on because I want to talk about another one. Mm -hmm. And also the other thing I want to let you guys know that when we start to look at these cosmic mothers and we begin to start seeing them throughout time, I want you to know that these cosmic mothers um often this is how you know that there's something very deeper in this story, and they all share this with me, is that they will label them a poet. And they will say that they were proficient in poetry. And that is code word for, we're just not going to tell you all the great things that they've done, but we're just going to label them down to poetry. So here's a question, a little quiz, those of you here on on Planet Remix. Do you guys know who the first published woman of modern times is? Do y'all know who, who got the credit for being the first published woman in modern day times? Do you guys know who, who, who she is? Do y'all know who she is? Do y'all know who she is? Well, I'm going to tell you. Her name is Inhudina. Inhudina. And she was a high priestess. So Inhudina got credit for being the first published woman in the modern world. 
first published woman. And she's credited to be the woman who came up with prayers, who came up with songs, who came up with invocations, who came up with um, intentions and poetry. And they said in Houdina wrote some powerful, oh, oh, she wrote some powerful poetry, but she wasn't writing poetry at all. <laughs> that was just the easy way uh, to really be able to put women in the history books at that time and not be able to accredit them to what they did. And she comes out of Mesopotamia. And she also was a high priestess as well. But she wasn't writing poetry. She's out of Samaria. And so we're going back almost 3000 BCE. She's the first author known by name. Not just woman author but author period, she spells her name E-N-H-E-D-U-A-N-N-A in Houdina, in Houdina. So coming out of that Sumerian text, coming out of that, but her writings were very, very sophisticated they were extremely personal. And she was also the very first author to write. And what I love to tell you guys, to put that shit in first person. No he, thou, art, I, we, us, they. She was talking about I, me, in Houdina. She was speaking and first person, first documented to speak into first person. And so it's interesting because they called her the Shakespeare of Samaria literature, but she wasn't writing literature at all. She was a high priestess. The name she also went by was um, Nana. She went by Nana. Yo Nana, yo Nana. She recognized that that's who she was. She understood that. In fact, there is a alabaster disc, which includes an uh, 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 image of her in the University Museum in Philadelphia. So it's really tying her to poetry when she really was the scribe of Samaria. And she was documenting not only her, her own life, but also those things that were happening during that particular time. This was not poetry, but her writing was that of the future. Better than any novel 
you could ever think of, better than any sci-fi you could ever dream of. So she wrote some very, very powerful things. And she wrote lots of lines. And some of her work would even be up to 274 lines. She was definitely writing things down. She had her diary, her history book, things that was happening at that time. She understood her connection and her personal relationship that she took with the divine feminine. And she would then begin to profess it and everything that she would do. And she would write these prayers and she would say, my lady, I will proclaim your greatness in all the lands and your glory, your way and great deeds. I will always praise. I am yours. It will always be so. May your heart cool off for me. She was writing prayers. I want you to understand the time we're talking about more than 3,000 years before Christ, before we understood things such as the Bible or even religion as some of the religions on the world. This is far, far much earlier than that particular time. There was no such a word as religions. This was the time where spirits and gods and goddesses were everywhere, walking all across the land and the dynasties. This was everyday life for them. This is before Rami. This is before probably anyone you can think of. She is the very first documented person, author of this modern world. She understood this. And she documented it. So those things today that we know and we call them prayers, those things today when we call them thought-provoking thinks from some of the great male thinkers or even thinkers on the planet, she was doing that before they were even conceived. And they have her down as writing Shakespeare. And no discredit to them. I believe in their minds, they really just didn't understand. But once you know better, you should do better. Because she wasn't writing Shakespeare. These are some of the same words that are found in all of the religious texts throughout the world that we are calling prayers and psalms and stories and myths and all of these things. She was writing them. She recognized the energy of both the divine masculine and the divine feminine on the planet. She understand this and she did this on a day-to-day -day basis. And she documented this and she wrote it. 
Her translations can be found all over the world. And then after she passed on, there were others, men and women, who she would come to and they would pray to her because she was deified as a deity herself when she passed on and they were channeling the energy of her. She has a very, very powerful piece of history called Humming the Blues. And she wasn't talking about sadness. And she is the world's oldest known author. And she had significant evidence that is left all over the world that is documented. This wasn't poetic justice. She talked about things about being able to create your own wealth. She talked about things about what it meant to have success. She talked about things about choices. She talked about things about how you need to do introspection on yourself. She talked about how we need to observe those things that are happening around you. She talked about all of those things that we may today see them as being metaphysics or being occult science, uh, or we may see them as being uh, self-help. We may see them as being sort of a part of our religious text, or we may even see this as us journaling in our diary. She talked about her dreams. She decoded her dreams. She did all of this. She talked about day-to-day life. And she also recognized that there was a greater power than herself. She talked about knowing specifically. She understood that wisdom was alive. That this word had energy and power. She also talked about being in a place of having to get so many things done that you didn't have time to relax, that you didn't have time to slow down, that this wasn't the time to do that, that you had to keep going. She understood that there was a time for war and there was a time for love, and she expressed that not as a collective, not as we, this is what we must do. She wasn't talking like that. She said, this is what I must do. This is what I understand. Here's where I am troubled. This is my offering. She spoke in first person, giving the power unto herself. So she says, I am yours and it always will be so. 
I will always praise. Not we will always praise. I will always praise. I am falling weak. Not we can fall weak. I am falling weak. She took that responsibility and she left us a great legacy. And it's absolutely nothing wrong with poetry because there is some beautiful poetry on the planet. But if we begin to just start looking at this cosmic mother from the position of Shakespeare, of Samaria, we lose so much of the wisdom that is in here. She had a very, very unique and a very intimate way of expressing her travels, of things she was experiencing. She set up virtues for many of the temples that the priest and the priestess would go in. It has been passed down from cultures and generations from all over the world. They are looking at her and saying, huh, it was some good poetry, she wrote. This was so much more than poetry. This was life. This was wisdom. She celebrated her individual relationship with the goddess. She understood that. She had that connection and she knew it was there and she left documented proof. She talked about the things that would turn man's heart, women's hearts. And some of those same things are things that are happening in our world at this time. Another divine high priestess in Houdina, the high priestess. She was one of the greatest thinkers on the planet. And so when you begin to start going back and looking at men like Aristotle or even further back Homer, you have to begin to start placing all of the people who were playing a significant role with them, placing them there. She even gives all of these things. And she talks about her wearing her ruffled dress and walking into her office where she would sit behind and really give counsel to the priest. 
She even had her own two personal assistants who were two male priests that were there for her. She talked about those things that deeply hurt her soul and her heart. She says to you, holy, I shall give free vent to my tears like sweet beer. She talked about when she would send her prayers up, how the victories of the battles had been answered. And because of this, she was able to get herself in the position where she restored herself as high priestess on her post. Yeah. So... Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So this is something you guys can do some research on. Uh, they've already spoken to me. So you can continue to work with these two beautiful priestess that are here at this particular time um, uh, in Houdina and uh, and our other priestess that's there, Pruju Hepra, uh, both high priestess and um, connect with that energy, especially those of you who enjoy writing. You know, we had some amazing sisters come on, um, both Chastity, the goddess Chastity, and also OT come on, both of them who published some written work. And I know so many of you guys are getting into writing, whether it's your own personal dream journal or whether you're doing some other writings and you're putting out works. These are two very, very divine priests for us brothers and sisters to tap into to get a lot of that beautiful energy uh, that is there and just such a big way. We're going to get ready to go to the phone lines here because I think it's a, a beautiful time for us to do that talking about that. We're going to be talking about more priestess there, talking about some of the energy that um, is coming up here on the planet, which it's always some energy coming in, going out. But one of the key significant things for you guys to know, particularly when it comes to um, just where we're moving to at this time, one has to do with this veil. And I think I spoke about this. It may have been in self-invested. I, I can't go into this whole thing, but I know our next session, me and Brother Bilal was talking about it. When it comes to self-invested, we'll go deep into it. But that veil has been lifted. And you know, for years, we talked about the veil being lift, lift, lift. The veil is there. So for a long time, people could run back and forth, run back and forth. Well, the earth is really going through its evolution and we're getting ready to have a whole new wave of people waking up on the planet, but it will be in a completely different way. And we'll see this, it's gonna hit us 
pretty hard, particularly around September, October, that, that whole section of this end of the year and couple of years after that, droves of people waking up. Our technology is going to jump us into a whole new wave. We already got flying cars. So flying cars is going to be the new thing that's coming up. We're going to have all kinds of things. There's also going to be a new method that hasn't been discussed yet that's going to come out that has to do with how we fuel our vehicles. And so these things are happening pretty, pretty, pretty fast, pretty fast. And so a lot of Tesla energy coming back online. I uh, want you guys to know that as well. So this whole thing about electricity and understanding it, it's going to be some new waves of that. We have countries who have never been interested in going into outer space, such as Saudi Arabia. They're going to be making their first launch. Uh, some of the Middle East countries going into space programs out here. And uh, we'll find out why, because it's going to be some um, some good stuff that's going to be going on. Uh-huh. Ah, I see somebody brought up the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect has been happening a long time ago, but I got good news for you guys. Even though Mandela was the one that sort of brought it up, it's been going on way before Mandela. It's been going on way before Mandela, uh, the Mandela effect. Uh, that's been happening a lot. And if you're doing that, I want you to recognize that what you're doing is you're crossing between worlds. Because even though we know the spiritual world, just reach your hand out and just kind of um, just kind of wiggle your hand. That's where the spirit world is. Well, there's a veil there. And so you'll notice that a lot of people are kind of moving as many people as we see moving towards consciousness. You'll see a lot of people moving away because that veil is there. And so now it really takes work. Stay in this space or else it's going to become too difficult for you. It takes work to want to be on this side, to be able to cross between the worlds. It takes work. Uh, so we'll be talking more about that. So we're going to listen to some music. Uh, it's a beautiful way. I want you guys to celebrate. I had a beautiful conversation with my mother, as I always do today. We talked for hours and my daughter and my children. It's a beautiful time for you guys to be celebrating your mamas uh, in a very big way. Mm -hmm. Celebrate your mamas. We should celebrate them every single day. And I know we say that. Well, Miss Blue, we should celebrate our mamas every day. You're absolutely right. Uh, but here's the truth. It's some beautiful energy right now. And it's a great time for you to celebrate your mama. So celebrate your mama. Mm -hmm. Celebrate her. Uh, I don't know what this is. What is this? Um, yeah. Okay, so we, we're, we're going to play some music. I'm going to have to play it uh, another way. We're going to play some music here, and then I'm going to go to the phone lines because I am super excited to hear from you guys. I definitely want you to go on over to the Facebook page on social media, the Remix Radio. Just click like there so we can hear your thoughts about the show. I want to hear that. 
the Cosmic Mothers of Light, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. So we're going to listen to this really, really quick. uh, And then we're going to go to the phone line. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Jamara Lyon, of course, you guys know, um, beautiful dedication to all the mamas out there. Um, that was from the show Empire. So Ashe to all the mothers, all the cosmic mothers, those mothers who were here before us and 
those mothers who are here uh, after us, just sending so much love out to all the mothers out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So let's get ready to go to the phone lines. Uh, We're going to do that. 515-605-9794 is the number to call. And uh, we'll get ready to go to the phone lines. Let's go to the caller calling in from area code 7047. 7047, you're live on Planet Remix. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Who's on the line, please? Peace, Miss Blue. This is Aisha. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fine. Can you hear me well? I can. I can. Greetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow. I wasn't expecting to be first. I was just calling to say peace. Hi. Okay, well, good. I just kind of jumped around. I don't know who's first, who's last. I'm just kind of going where spirit is leading. So uh, that's okay. that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one thing I wanted to bring up briefly. Um, I had a dream after all the stuff that had been going on. And even after I spoke to you, my son was in the car. And um, I did send an email giving a little bit of that information. but. Yeah, you and Baby Blue were in there, and um, she she gave me instructions and she said some words, and um, I don't know if I'm supposed to like say it on on the air, but I can. It's your dream. Remember, everything in the dream is really sort of it is mine. The- That's right. The conductor in the dream really helping and guiding you. And so I'm glad I've got a lot of emails over the last week or so of people telling me that I was in their dreams and representing sort of that symbol energy. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's your dream. So this is about you. So whatever you choose to share, that that's up to you. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what it, what it, what I, what you were saying. It was some kind of connection being made. I hear the echo. Um, it was some kind of connection being made, and Baby Blue had said she she read off some numbers, and she was like valid right away. But it was it was nine one one, and then one 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 one, and then the word Madra. And I said, what is that? And then this blue came in and you were saying in the dream, um, I wrote it down, but I will just say what I remember. And it was like, you were saying, yeah, you know, it's, it's not going to be anything like what we're doing, um, remix, like, like get, get, get in gear. And I was like, I'm going for it. Cause I got to move, you know? And, um, yeah. I just, I woke up and I was like, what does that mean? I tried to dial it. She was like, dial it. And I said, uh, that's not a number. So I tried it and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm surprised it didn't trigger you because 911 is a number. I just don't know what it, it did, but I dialed 911. I'm surprised they didn't I, I call you. It. Yeah, because you know no. what number nine one one is, right? 
The Popo. Uh, the who? The police? 911 is an emergency number. It doesn't directly the take po- you to the, the police. police. Oh, it doesn't it directly. Take you. It's, it's the 911 is for an emergency. Whenever you're oh, having okay. an emergency, that's you didn't know that that was an emergency? The, the conversation or the numbers? The number, 911. Yeah, I did, but I did all more than that. So it, it just didn't go through at all. Yeah, because usually what happens, and probably because it's it's allowing you to know that 911 is telling you this is urgent. It's an emergency. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. sort of where you call when you need help. It's like giving yourself a lifeline. Like I need some help. Nine one one. This is the number that people call. You see it on the highways. You see it on the billboards. It's sort of that state of emergency. You know, when people begin to call, and so that one 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 that you see, that number is a spiritual number. So it's letting you know that hey, it's an urgent situation that needs your attention spiritually. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's about you, you know, really, really, and I. I can tell that you're doing it. You're paying attention. You're really focusing on how you feel. You're making sure you you are clear in your thoughts and your communication. It's really about you giving yourself that urgent attention to paying attention to signs and symbols that are happening with you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's almost it's kind of foggy, but I'm making moves and I'm taking steps. I mean, I have no choice. You know, so I have mm-hmm. to do the things that I'm well, doing. Well, yeah. Well, you always have a choice, you know. So you know, really, mm-hmm. again, that's the nine one one. You 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 have to make sure that your language is lining up with your spirit. So when you say I'm I'm taking strides and I'm I'm making steps, but I have no choice. You just took all your power away by saying you have no choice. I apologize. I didn't even mean it that way. I meant that it's so urgent that I must. And so my choice is to do something. And I'm doing it. Yes. There you go. See how much more you can sit in that and, and really just kind of own it? Yes. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing that, Aisha. And, you know, if, if I don't get to speak to you, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day happy to Happy Mother's you. Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, too. And all the mothers out there uh, and Planet Remix, peace, love to all you moms. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Hold the line. Hold the line. Beautiful. All right. Peace. Peace and love. Oh, how beautiful. I love it. I love it. We're going to go to the next caller calling in from area code 9312. 9312, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Who's on the line, please? 
this is uh you can call me uh <laughs> you can call me Ivana. Call you what now? Vana. 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 Okay, greetings, yeah. Vana. You want to tell doing? everybody? I'm good. You want to tell everybody where you're calling from? Oh, I'm calling from Tennessee. Okay, greetings to Yovana from tennis, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, you enjoying the share tonight? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I tuned in, but uh, <clears throat> it's, just, it's just that when I remember, it's, just, it's like the day next. It's like the next day that I remember. You know. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I always regret that I, because I love your show. I love your show. Well, thank you. We love having you be a part of Planet Remix. Yeah, you, you had a question for me. You enjoying the show tonight? Oh yeah. yeah. I am. I uh, I got, recently got a new number, so I didn't expect uh when we said nine three one two. I was like. I, I was like, it, it threw me off a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay, that might be my number. Yeah. All right. You have a question? Oh, I can hear you. I hear your throat chakra. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You said what now? Which type of questions are you answering? Mm, questions you have. Um, well, uh, I'd rather just you tell me off of spirit and your energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, because you have a question. So ask your question. You get a chance to ask your question. This is a great time for you to ask your question, if you choose. Okay. The only question that's coming to mind right now is... Um, <laughs> where like I don't really have a direction of like uh <clears throat> or a game plan or anything like that right now. So uh my question to you is uh I feel like <clears throat> I, you told me um before that I was walking like uh in the dark and I feel like that's present right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're we're talking uh, a lot about this energy that has a lot to do with cosmic mothers and um, just about life at this time. And I notice if you notice that when you're talking, you're constantly clearing your throat. Did you did you notice that? I did. Yeah. And a big part of that is this is this is what I want you to do. I want you to just take a deep breath for me uh, and take that breath in. Take a deep, deep breath uh, in through your mouth and let it out real slow uh, through your nose and just kind of relax a little bit. All right. So how do you feel now? 
more more at ease. Yeah. I want you to do that from time to time, just consciously sort of settle into your body. I want you to get more settled into your body and be comfortable. Um, One of the things that I see that's actually by you, like literally I see this happening in the background. So just imagine yourself sort of standing in front of let's say a movie screen. And what I see being played out right behind you is a woman. And this woman is laying on the table, but she's in some stirrups. And inside of these stirrups, she has several people around her. And at this particular precise moment, she's having an abortion. And I want you to take a moment because I already see you visualizing exactly what I'm visualizing, this woman having this abortion. And I want you to tell me about you and the word abortion. You mean by how it relates to me? Or how you feel about the word abortion? Uh, the first thing that came to mind was like maybe aborting a part of me. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about the word abortion itself? Uh, it seems like a scary word to me. Mm-hmm. It it can be something pretty scary, especially when you've lost some things in your life. And these were things that were so exciting to you. It's like, um, you know, all of these possibilities, these potentials, you know, this was sort of an idea that you were working on. This was, you know, this was something that was supposed to happen and it didn't. Can you relate to that? Yes. And so... One of the things that's very unique about abortions is that sometimes they can happen spontaneously, meaning you don't necessarily have to go and initiate the abortion. It can just happen. And these can be things or decisions Conscious decisions that you have made, or these can be things that are completely have nothing to do with you. These are things outside of you that cause this to happen. And so the reason you're feeling the way you are is because you are not prepared for sudden changes in your life. You're not prepared. If anything changes, you're thrown off. You can't function. You don't know what to do. And this is where you are right now. You just went through an abortion. 
But I want you to know that you are the person that is in charge of your destiny. And you can still get there. But you have to start preparing yourself. You have to start investing in yourself. And you have to get yourself a plan. You can't keep letting these spontaneous abortions throw you off. All of these unreserved or unresolved, excuse me, issues that are in your life, you got to close them out. Or all of these old things will just keep resurfacing themselves over and over and over and over again. You must get a plan, specifically a plan for you. And you have to understand what the end goal is for you. What's the end goal? Start there, work your way back, step by step by step. And when something happens, when that spontaneous abortion happened, when there is a sudden change of plans, you still have a focus. Because you keep getting lost in the sauce, baby girl. And there ain't no sauce left for you to get lost in anymore. So now you're... Yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it's fine. I want you to laugh because you haven't done that in a minute. There's no more sauce to get lost in. Have a plan for you, for your destiny. Where are you going? to participate in your life. And at any moment, you can jump in because it's your life. All right. You're welcome. Peace and love. From you. Love you as well. I want you to let me know when you get that plan. Email me. That's your homework. Let me know what your destiny is. I will. All right. Peace and love. Hold the line. All right. We're going to go to the next caller. Um, calling in from area code 30, um, 3015. We're jumping around. 3015, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Who's on the line, please? Hi. Greetings. This is Shayla. Greetings, Shayla. Where are you calling from? I'm sorry. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Okay. Greetings to you, Shayla, from Pennsylvania. What part of Pennsylvania are you in? I'm in Dallas town. 
PA. Okay. Okay. Can you take me off speakerphone, please? Because I'm getting a bad echo. Yes. Sorry. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's okay. I'm so happy I got connected, so I'm a little overjoyed. Hi, Miss Blue. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Okay. So I'm calling tonight because, um, uh, well, I'm in college. It's my first semester. I'm sorry. It's my first year, second semester. And um, okay. this semester's just been kind of rocky, you know? But um, I've been trying mm -hmm. to just grow spiritually and, you know, just get connected more with myself and things like that. But um, mm -hmm. one of the things that was troubling me today was um, – some heart pains, you know, some chest pains. I don't know if it was mm -hmm. just like some anxiety or worrying or stress because, you know, finals are next week. I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. I'm a Capricorn, so kind of <laughs> like in my alignment for, you know, <laughs> for some, you know, heart pain. So I don't know if I could mm -hmm. get some insight on that. I don't know if that has any mm -hmm. correlation. Yeah, I would love to give you insight. First of all, let me say to you, congratulations. Um, and um, wow, congratulations on being in college, your first semester. Oh my gosh, I can flash back and imagine what that feels like. Finals getting ready to happen. Oh my goodness, like mm -hmm. everything is here, you know? Um, so I can see, I'm going to do a quick, um, scan on you and, uh, okay. see exactly, um, see some things that I, that I, that I pick up, um, there. And so let's see. Okay. All right. So everything looks absolutely fine. Um, you got a lot of energy that's just moving through your temple, through your physical body mm -hmm. at this particular time. I also see that one of the things that you're doing, and I get it, it's the nature of college. Um, I see you sort of kind of sitting on your bed Indian style a lot with your legs folded. Yeah, you've told me that before. Mm -hmm. Did I really? Oh, yeah. I okay. Really with you around the same time. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you, I still can see it. Um, one of the things I want you to do is I see a little slow in circulation happening for you. Nothing for you to really worry about. I would say um, maybe if you can get, of course, I'm not a medical doctor um, or anything like that, but I am a holistic practitioner. I will tell you to maybe incorporate cayenne, some cayenne pepper into foods and things you eat. Uh, this is just going to help to open you up a little bit, help that blow, mm -hmm. blood just get the flowing a little faster. Really what all of this is about is sort of, you it's two things happening you're sort of bring yourself as a young woman um and you're also missing 
a lot of things when it comes to home. And just, it's a different sort of kind of energy to sort of get used to um, being at school and having sort of this pressure um, there. So it's, it's, it's like you're integrating yourself into a different tribe, um, you know, even though you're trying to do your best to stay away from everybody that's at school. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually wow. you, <laughs> yeah, you'll eventually find someone and you'll be, you know, that you can converse with. You guys share the same likeness, you have the same interests, you know, you'll be able to integrate yourself a little bit more, but I don't even want you to rush on because that will, all those things will take care of themselves. Um, okay. And, in time, they'll take care of themselves in time um, for you, but you look fine. It is really about you. Of course, you know, a lot of things are happening, but no, you're going to do well. All is going to go well. You need to definitely find you a steady buddy uh, to steady with. Um, to definitely, yeah, yeah. And I know it can be a little intimidating, but even if you're in class, Maybe someone else, you guys can exchange numbers, especially since finals are coming up. These are some of the things I had to tell baby Blue when she first went off the college. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell you as well, too. So find you a steady buddy. It's always going to be a group of people who want to study together. And even if you guys are taking the tests online or, or, or the day before you're going over the review that you get together and you know, just kind of make it something fun um, where you can connect yourself because this is the time for you to really sort of kind of connect with your tribe, mm -hmm. you know, your soul group okay. tribe in a different way. And that's how you're going to find them. But you look fine. Everything looks really good. Your energy is just, it's just kind of moving pretty fast there. Um, yeah. But uh yeah, but everything is good. Everything is Thank really, you so really much. good. You were really key on, like, right? Just briefly, I really wanted to um, ask you this question because it's been weighing on me for like the past maybe three days or so. But um, mm -hmm. Aliyah is one of my favorite artists. And who is I don't Aaliyah? Know, but like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Lately, she's just just been like on my mind so much. You know, I've just been just researching her and her death, and you know everything like that. And I just don't know why I just have such like a strong connection to her. So I don't. I'm just a little confused. Yeah. Well, here's one of the things that you may not know about Aaliyah. Um, she often is really, really instrumental in coming to a lot of sisters when they're in college, because one of Aaliyah's dreams was to go to college. And she used to have these big fantasies about being on the college campus and, you know, you know, hanging out, you know, at all mm -hmm. the spots where they hang out, yeah. being very, very social and you know, she was, Aaliyah was, is, is often, so many young sisters tell me she is the priestess to guide you with connecting with your friends who's good. So when you focus on Aaliyah, and a lot of people tend to do this, but I'm going to give you some suggestions. Don't focus on her death. Don't focus on when she left 
What's important was how she lived her life. And if you think about the movies she was in, she always had her tribe with her. Like think about even when she did Rock the Boat, like even that, that last video, you know, how she had all of them. And, you know, the the sisters that were around her, the hairdressers that was with her, her makeup artist, like she had her whole tribe uh, that would travel with her. And they used to have slumber parties when they would be working on albums. They would hang out with each other. They would go shopping together, you know. So she's really, uh, I get this question so much from young sisters, particularly those in high school and college. They will say Aaliyah's coming to them very strong. And this is because she's a great, great, great spiritual guide for helping you connect with your soul tribe and having fun. Uh, so, mm. you know, that Aaliyah is there to really help you loosen up. She can help you study. She can help you get focused, put her music on and really vibe out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That makes me so happy. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So what's your major? What are you majoring in? Do you already have a major pick yet? I can see that. Yeah, or like I really like anthropology. I'm taking that course now. So anything in behavioral science, uh, that's right up my alley. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. What school do you go to, if you don't mind me asking? I go to Bowie State University. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so I'm from Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, enjoy, have fun, and definitely check back in with me and let me know how things are going for you. I'd love to hear back from you. So beautiful. You, Hold on. She's right here. <laughs> I'm with her. Okay. So, yeah, I'm glad we could listen. <laughs> yes, I'm glad. We'll give my love to her as well, too. <laughs> okay, she says thank you. All righty. <laughs> All right. Well, peace and love. Hold the line. Thank you. Uh, How beautiful is that? That's some beautiful stuff. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 4075. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, Ms. Boo. This is Tasia from Orlando, Florida. Okay, greeting. Okay, what's your name again? I'm sorry. Tasia. Tasia. Greetings, Tasia. Hi, Ms. Boo. Hi. Um, I actually um missed your show. Well, most of it, um, I did get to hear the end of it, but um, I was wondering if uh, you could do a body scan on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do a body scan on you. Let's take a look. Let me check the time. I always let it get away from me. We have eight minutes, Tasia. So I'm going to, let me... 
check your eyes, I check your neck, I check your throat, I check your head, I check your mouth, I check your teeth, I check all of your chakras. A lot of energy coming out of your um, solar plex and your sacral chakra. Ears. And also, see some energy in your back. as well as your eyes and head. What's your concerns? Um, my concern is that um, I'm not, um, I'm, I, I've lost my appetite, uh, really. I've been trying new things, like doing smoothies and um, eating more mm-hmm. foods and stuff like that to probably increase my appetite. Um, after I had my baby, I just haven't really been feeling like wanting to eat. Well, you know, how old is your baby? It's, so, how, it's how old is your baby? Six and a half. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question because that's interesting you say baby because is it a possibility you could be pregnant again? I would definitely check that because, again, the solar plex and your sacral chakra, lots of energy coming in that particular area, Um, as well as I'm sure uh, you may have lost your appetite, but I'm sure you even feel a little bit of tension in your back as well. Um. A little bit, but I have been working. I just got a new job. And um, I congratulations. Um, so I'm, I kind of feel like my back has been hurting because of that. Because I, I have been standing a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that, um, Tasha, I have no way of knowing. Well, I do, but I have no way of knowing that you started a new job. I'm telling you what I picked up from the body scan. And so what may be agitating your back a little bit more is the fact that you're standing up. Um, One of the things I will tell you, because so it can clear your mind, um, is to possibly check and see if perhaps you could be pregnant. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would check because it's coming up with a lot of energy. And and, and typically um, your baby who's about six months old, that will not show up. About seven months. In, about seven. Yeah. 
Well, well, even better, almost seven months will not show up as energy in that way. Um, And so um, this is just what I'm getting at at this particular time from doing the body scan. And so these symptoms you're getting, whether they're physical or, you know, even if it's sort of things like loss of appetite and really sort of sensitivity to certain smells, um, even you can tell your taste buds is changing. Uh, I want you to check because I really believe and belief is just what I think, but I'm really picking up that um, that there's a, there's a baby on the way. Hmm. Okay. Um, you, you said something about um, a lot of energy coming from my eyes. Mm-hmm. Or my head area. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think from that? I understand. Well, definitely there's a lot of portals uh, in your body that is opening up. And so sometimes that energy can come out as being a little bit of tension. But really, if you didn't hear the beginning of the show, you may want to go back and download. But this is is just really about you attuning yourself to be able to see ultraviolet lights. And so the frequencies of colors are opening up. And so us as human beings, we're going to be able to start. And it's not going to happen for everyone. But some of us are just jumping on this bandwagon right away. And we're going to be able to see different frequencies of color. Um, and so one of the sort of, you could say, side effects or one of the things of knowing that this attunement is sort of going on with you is going to be this attunement with your eyes and headaches. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I have been receiving um, headaches. Um, wait, not lately, but I had a couple of um, like last week and um I breathe and when I start breathing it's kinda of, it just goes away. So I didn't really feel like it was like a real headache. I felt like I was just stressing or something and me breathing kinda of like let it go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well one of the beautiful things is either we're going to believe in this thing called magic or we're not. We can you know, dismiss anything away to something in this physical world. But it's some really beautiful things that's taking place with your body. And tonight we're talking about cosmic mothers of light. And you're holding a whole lot of light. Uh, I would definitely, if I was you, I would check and, um, you know, check and uh, see if maybe there's another baby on the way for you. Okay. Okay. Um, You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Love, hold the line. Oh, she sounds like, oh no, Miss Blue, don't say that. Hold the line. Hold the line. <laughs> We're gonna go to the next caller calling in from area code four four three two four four three two. You're live on Planet Remix. We got about fifty seven seconds, and we'll be in the after hours. But who's on the line, please? Greetings. This is who? Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Where are you calling from? 
I'm calling from Florida. Okay, greetings. What part of Florida are you calling from? Uh, I'm Tallahassee, actually. Okay. Do you have me on speakerphone, Marcus? Because you're coming in a little gobble gobbled. Okay, is this better? Yes. That sounds a little clearer. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I appreciate your show tonight. It was great, you know, learning a little more uh, about the mothers and the history of a real Mother's Day. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That was some knowledge for my psyche and uh, made me a little more aware of the appreciation for my own mother. Mm, um, I actually was wondering if we could do like a body scan on me for. Okay, it must be body scan night, huh? I should have been playing my body, your body, everybody wants. Oh, anyway, yeah, let me let me do a body scan on you, Marcus. Hold on, just a second. Let me take a look here. All right, I check your head, I check your eyes, I check your nose, I check your mouth, I check your chest, I check your back, I check your arms, I check all of your energy centers. Check your organs. Take, check your muscles. Hmm. Okay, so a couple of things I see going on. Lots of activity happening up in the dome, the brain. Also a little bit of straining there I see on the eyes. Um, also, see some things going on with your legs. Um, something with your feet. Um, but I think that's some old things going on. And looks like your adrenals have been racing pretty, 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 pretty fast. Pretty fast. All right. Tell me your health concerns. Um, I had a surgery in November. Was it on your your tendons? It was, uh, no, but that was a result. It would, mm. that's what I was wondering. That's yeah, what I was I, wondering if, if that if had something to do on, with it. That came mm. from that surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, because I definitely should have been a simple You said the surgery what now? Should have been a simple one. But since then yeah. I've been yeah, yeah. You said since then you faded out. Tell me again. You said what now, Marcus? Since, oh since since the surgery I've been it's like more issues have been coming. And I'm wondering if that was from that or if it was something else. Mm, 
I I'm really picking up. It was a combination. Now the surgery you had, this was also in sort of the solar plex um, area, sort of in, in that area for you as well. And this particular particular area, I'm going to tell you because I see that it's impacted your mobility and it's affecting your tendons. Right. And so here's the thing. If you don't want me to say the surgery, I won't say it. I mean, I'm cool with it. It's up to you. It, was, it, it doesn't matter. You can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's fine. But what I can see is when they went in. So so here's the thing to understand about a hernia. And so with the hernia, did they took a portion of it out correctly? Correct? Did they tell you they took a portion of it out? Mm, no. Well, they told me they took the whole thing. Okay. So, so, so here, here, here's what I, here's what I'm getting. So let's be clear. They did take it out. But there's a portion of it that is still in there that they could not cut out because what it would have done is, and I'm sure they talked to you about it, it would cause the hernia to grow back even more aggressively. Does that make sense? Did they talk to you about that, that there's a possibility that it could even grow back even more, more aggressively? And so also, they did some other stuff when they was in there too, didn't they? Okay. So, a couple of things I need for you to do, Marcus, is I need you to relax. And you're doing way too much, way too fast. And your body is still in the process of adjusting and healing. And particularly, it's causing where they put this stent in, right? It's causing you to, you want to get up and you just want to go back to being Marcus. But you got to rest and you got to relax and you got to give these things a chance to heal. And I know that's difficult. I know it's tough for you. And I want you to eat something that is my absolute favorite, but it you it will serve you well. And that is you need to go find you some wild blueberries. So either get somebody to go to the store or go to a whole food store and just every day eat about three handfuls of wild blueberries. It is the superfood on the planet. It will help with those tendons. It's also going to help with healing that energy with the stent. Um, all of these things that were in there. So, so two questions for you. One, they went in for the hernia and then discovered some things went wrong and had to put the stent in. Right, kind of the nerve. They had to put a stent across one of the nerves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that nerve that is there is pretty, pretty sensitive. Very sensitive. You know how if I 
if I was to take my finger right now and just rub it across the top of your head, like you can even feel it. Like I just did it. You kind of shook a little bit. It's that sensitive. <laughs> so you're going to have to really just allow your body to heal. You're going to be fine. And yes, it's affecting your tendons, but it's going to take a minute. I want you to make sure that when they start to put you through physical therapy, that you don't turn any of this stuff down thinking you got it. I'm going to do an Erica Baldu. Hello, hello, hello. Because you didn't already turn some stuff down saying you didn't need that. Yes, you do. I want you to really take this process very slow. Um, so that everything can heal itself because it will heal itself back um, the way that it needs to. Keep eating those blueberries that are there. And I want you to begin to start visualizing some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blue and white light, like an electric blue, going into your solar plex all into that particular area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you got to let your body heal. You got to let your body heal. And see, the thing is, the more that you moved around so quick, which some of that was a good thing, but then, you know, you kind of did way too much. I know in your mind it's not enough, but I want you to just kind of... <laughs> Allow yourself, you know, this isn't the time to be, you know, a superhero. You need to allow the people who want to love on you to love on you. And if they say, hey, you know, we can send you to this class and we could do. I don't want you saying, no, I got it. I'm good. I don't need all that. Yes, you do. You need to do it. You need to do it. Yeah. You need to do it. Because. When, when I jump inside your adrenals, they're moving like zero to 60 in two minutes. But physically, you really need to be moving, you know. That's right. You need to be slow motion. That's what you need to be doing. Slow motion for it. Yeah. yeah. And I know it. So it's, just, it's, it's different being immobile. Yeah, it is, but it's but this is what I want you to think about. It's temporary. This is temporary, not permanent. This is a temporary situation. Temporary. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna be sending out some Reiki healing. So I will put you on that list, Marcus, to send you some beautiful love and light. Um, and send it your way for you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, <laughs> I appreciate you as well. So sending you so much love. I'm going to send you some love right now. I'm going to pick up one of my, hold on. I got my magic wand here. I got my, um, my crystal, my blue, my electric blue wand. It's got some magic in it. Yeah. I'm going to work on that solar plex. Send out some energy right now. You probably feel it tingling a little bit. 
feel so much better already. I appreciate this. Ah, you're so welcome. So there you go. Sent that energy right on over with my magic wand there. So um, yeah, so call back and let me know. Eat those blueberries. Keep eating them. Even if you have to take it slow, just eat those blueberries. They're going to help you so much. <laughs> I go pull the bag out of the freezer in the morning. There you go. That's what's up. All right. Well, peace and love. Hold the line for me. Oh, so beautiful. Peace and love. All right. Wow, you guys. What a beautiful share tonight. I just want to thank all of you guys. I see you on the phone lines. Not able to get to you guys. 646-628-228-909-914-586-281-291. 321-876-210-443-414-800-404. Not able to get to all of you guys, but um, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I just want to wish you guys peace and love. And uh, definitely, you guys, send that cosmic love out to all the mamas out there and all the mamas-to-be. And... Um, Yeah, we'll see you guys back in the remix. Self-invested, remember, no class tomorrow. Uh, So you'll be able to listen. And the rest of you, don't forget to download, download, download. Uh, I look forward to connecting with you over on Facebook. I want to love to read all the comments you have. And so peace and love to all. All of you out there, much love, warm spirit, and um, to all the mothers out there. Don't forget, you guys can reach out to me, question, Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N, the number four, blue, at gmail.com, and you can get a list of those readings and get on that waiting list as well. So, peace and love to you guys. Till next time, much love. Stay in love. If I gave you my love, I tell you what I do. I expect a whole lot of love out of you. Babe.
Welcome to Planet Remix Online International Radio Show. Join us on this cosmic ride with Miss Blue and the Remix family as we explore growing up on planet Earth. The Remix, the only place to be. <laughs> <laughs> 